What is up, fellow Benchwarmers? Welcome to another episode of Fancy Benchwarmers. Today, we talk about Week 20 schedule. My name is JJT with Kamesh Eric on a Sunday recording. Big news today. The biggest probably uh, will probably um, you know, over, you know, uh, go over a lot of the games. Ja Morant. Um, suspended by the Memphis Grizzlies a couple of games. Uh, we still don't know what hap- what will happen. Tomish? Yeah. What's your take here? Uh, uh, my take is why did I pick up Tyus Jones last... Uh, I posted 2 a.m. about the Jamorant incident about the NBA investigating, but I did not think, to be honest, that he will be The result will come out this soon. So, uh, well, there's I... no, there's no word yet from the NBA. Well, well, he's out for two games. No, least. that was the Memphis Grizzlies yeah, yeah. suspending exactly. him. I mean, regardless, <laughs> regardless, uh, from where the the, the suspension comes from, uh, he's still out. So I should have added Tyus. There was there were some three, four Tyus Jones available in my wires. That was a mistake. But this is self-inflicted. Um, he he just pushed it too far. I mean, the assault, the assault uh, case came out from uh, in the news, and then he still did all those things, right? That, that he was asking for it. He was basically asking for it. I don't know what he was thinking. Why the Grizzlies or his father or parents or whoever did tell him uh, what? Or Maybe advice. they did, but again, it uh, looks well, like you know those those charges. I know. You know, uh, John Morant also posted that you know, defending himself there, it was self defense and and so on and so forth. But you always knew, and that was not the only case, right? There was this case wherein some of his quote unquote homies tried to wait for another player or something. Uh, in in one Indiana, of the, I think Indiana, that, they, it was in Indiana and threatened some they, of the players there with the laser or something. They, yeah, uh, so. Um, Lots of lots of red flags really for that uh, is starting to become this. This is something maybe for future reference also. Um, we've talked about Kyrie's risk factor in terms of off court issues. I think this could be a start already for Ja, no, for Ja, for Ja, because he is he's different. He's not someone who's he's flamboyant. He thinks differently. You know, he he's like Kyrie. You know, in a different way of thinking sometimes. So yeah, uh, let's see, let's see. But the you know the water that Jamarant is treading here is more dangerous than I think you know what Kyrie has done. Although Kyrie has done it in a more in a longer span of time, like every year there's just something. Uh, but I, this one I is so. I think more dangerous. I don't think it's more dangerous. I mean, it's more dangerous than the Earth is flat. So, uh, Thing, but uh, Kyrie dreaded the race issue, the Jews and everything. That is something else, also. I mean, this is a gun issue, but I think it's the same. I think it's the same. But uh, I hope the only difference is Kyrie's a veteran. Ja, I think is in his what third year or fourth year. So yeah. maybe this is just a young person player trying to or whatever. I'm still acting learning, out. trying to learn, mature. You know, yeah. which is something we can say for Kyrie. Uh, I don't think there's any more maturity that that uh, would come out there. 
Uh, now, the, the problem now here is if you have Jamarant, it, it doesn't look like he's going to play uh, week 20. I doubt it. Um, you know, I like I said in a Twitter post, I'll be, I'll be a little surprised if uh, the NBA will not suspend him. He will probably get suspended. At some, uh, the number of games, I don't know. I'm thinking harsher than two two games. I, I don't think it's going to be less than two games or just two games from the NBA. I think it's a lot more than that. So that week 20 is already iffy and, you know, at worst, maybe even week 21. I think the NBA suspension should include the two games that the Grizzlies will suspend him also. I I, I think it's, it's going to be part of it. But if it's a five-game suspension, which I think is probably the most the NBA will do, I I I'll, I'll 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 guess it's five days five game or whatever so maybe week twenty, um but I agree with you week twenty one can be iffy but it might not be due to suspension might be due to him just trying to yeah trying to get this, things sorted out. I don't think it's about getting things sorted out. Just trying to let this cool down maybe. Yeah. Um and then uh week twenty two maybe he comes back maybe maybe we, we, this is very fluid situation we don't really know we don't have the answers for for you guys but just to be clear I think yeah twenty twenty one in danger for for Jamaran. yeah and I I also posted on Twitter that trade that controversial trade that went on Jason Tatum and Jamaran for uh Chris Paul Eaton and um. Uh, who's this guy? Kawhi now becomes mm-hmm. like a Jason Tatum for uh, three. those three three players, yeah. and like uh, our friend Joey Villar said, the fantasy gods trying to make things, uh, trying to get things in order here. Uh, so we'll see, we'll see. Like we said, it's it we don't we, it's hard to predict these it's March. things. It's March. It's silly season. Yeah. Um. Yeah. A lot of a lot of uncertainty. It's gonna be it's gonna be hard to to follow everything that's gonna be happening. Who's out? Who's in? So that's why we're here. So hopefully you listen to us and uh, we'll try to summarize everything for you. Now speaking of silly season, uh, SGA returns will return. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's good news for SGA owners. I'm not sure how much he's gonna play or for how long he's gonna play. For he's gonna he's play back to back, right? Because not. OKC has a couple of back-to-backs in week 20. Yeah, two sets of back-to-back. So maybe he plays maybe he plays not every game there, but the uh, good news is he's back. I think for owners, you'll take maybe even just two games of SGA compared to zero no, of SGA. Yeah. So uh, that's, this is positive news for SGA owners. Laurie Markkinen is out, um, like Komish said in his um, Twitter. Something fishy going on there in Utah. Well, uh, I've written about it. I've told you guys about it. They're tanking. They're gonna tank hard, and they're gonna tank harder than than, than OKC for the own for the reason that uh, their standings are higher at this point. They have to lose more than OKC, so they're gonna tank hard. And this is why why is it why it is fishy? Jordan Clarkson suddenly is out of injury report. That the same time that Laurie Markinen is now out because of a back issue, so it's obvious that they're trying to, to uh maybe, uh stagger these two yeah. players, or so, to keep it a little more discreet. Yeah, 
you're thank they're thanking hard, but there's still some uh, discreetness to it that uh, we're we're gonna thank, but we're not gonna do a Detroit thanking or a Spurs type of thanking. But we're gonna yeah. thank a bit more. We're gonna thank a bit more, right? So we're gonna thank. We're gonna thank. Yeah. So at this point, if you have Laurie, if you have Clarkson, well, you just hope nothing to do but just hope you can't trade. Um. It's hard to also drop because there's no clear timetable. They didn't say no. they're gonna be out for a week. No, at this point in the playoffs, right? If there's a better timetable, it's easier to know what to do with these players, especially if you're fighting for survival I, in your playoffs. I hope it's a one game thing for Laurie or maybe at most two games. But as we uh, we don't know what their plan is, we don't know what their plan is at this uh, right now. But uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. They're not the thing is they're not gonna give any timetable because it's not a major injury. There's no yeah. real injury that they can give us. So there's no timetable. It's a day to day, game to game thing for Utah. Uh, yeah. So that's it. Uh, injuries not much. Tobias got hurt today, but uh, the games are still ongoing, so we still don't know what's gonna happen there. Uh, just it's follow us. Really? Yeah. So just follow us in in a bunch of our social media. Facebook and Twitter, but let's talk about week twenty. Yeah, you were okay. Uh, so bias Killian, Killian also. Uh, some uh, I think his hand injury. I don't know how serious that is. Detroit, something else. No, in Detroit right now, Killian's out. Birch is out. Bojan's out. Uh, I don't know. Uh, people have been saying Corey Joseph, but if you're gonna add Corey Joseph, Diallo, um, Hamido Diallo. Well, Diallo is an ad. Yeah, Diallo is an ad. But uh, well, let's see. Let's see. <laughs> I'm also annoyed because in one of the leagues, I had one move yesterday and I added Diallo for today's game because I felt because for tomorrow's game, I have a complete roster. Everyone's filled up. And then suddenly, uh-huh. uh, Avdiha got injured today. Well, Avdiha was sick. Sick. Was sick. Did not yeah. play. So that means I have an open roster spot for tomorrow. I was choosing between Diallo and uh, Devontae Graham. I didn't want my field goal to get killed, so that's why I picked Diallo. Plus, I was full for tomorrow, so I was thinking I probably would just use Devontae for one game. Then Devontae exploded today. I needed some assist today. Um, I was also looking for the steals. So, uh, really tough. Hopefully, I still make it. I need a 6-3 or a 7-2 to make it there. Uh, so, we'll see. We'll see. I'm now 5-4. Anyway, let's talk about the schedule. Week 25 teams with two games uh the Chicago Bulls the LA Clippers Minnesota San Antonio and Phoenix and then the rest of the 25 teams spread evenly 13 to uh four to three games so that's uh I know I don't know if that's good or bad for you but if you have multiple players I think it's going to be bad if you have multiple players who have two games each but if you have one, the, I think it's easier to compensate that. It's gonna be uh, you're you're fortunate if you only have one. Given this these five teams, okay, let's not include San Antonio there. The four teams aside from San Antonio have a lot of early round players, top flight players. Chicago has a yeah. big three. Phoenix has a big four. Clippers have a you know a duo, you know Kawhi and and and, and Paul George. Minnesota has uh, Gobert and Anthony Edwards. So. That's that alone has around eleven to twelve top players with possible and, two games. Jer- Jeremy said it's good because there's 
possible you know a lot your opponent might also have players like this but it depends on the matchups no uh, more chances for you really to have multiple of these combos <laughs> yeah and that's why that's why the episode yesterday we talked about matchups uh uh those can be crucial like yeah. some teams with the luxury of picking matchups um are trying to do that but uh, we don't know if that could backfire but again these things come into play right if you see that one of the teams have multiple players with only two games next week it's a big benefit yeah. yeah that's a big that's an advantage already it doesn't guarantee you a win but it gives you a little bit of an advantage uh going forward um and then back uh no uh breakdown of games no quality game days but we'll look into uh four six games uh six games yeah. late that's, so a that's six. actually the number of games are less this week uh next week mm-hmm. uh with four teams well with four days with only six games but no no days with four or three games so that's good as well um but I think taking advantage of streaming opportunities within these six games would be crucial or key. Yeah, you know, well, those are the 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 days with the the least number of games. But technically, aside from the Sunday with ten games and maybe the Wednesday with eight games, the others are all streamable uh, days. Even the seven game, you know, day. So. The, the problem is there's not much uh, teams with games on all of those days. Yeah. So you just have to take it maybe, for me, for this week, maybe divide the week into certain, like, like what I do lately, first half, second half, something like that, yeah. just to make, make it, make it uh, easier to navigate. No, the, the, also, the, when it comes to the playoffs, you usually take it a day at a time, right? You a day at a time. Look into a, the whole week. Like we said, we've been saying this Time and time again, for the past few weeks, uh, you might be looking at the wrong category and end up, you know, on Judgment Day, not having any moves to add players uh, for the category you need. So, usually, my approach for the playoffs is take it day by day, see where am I, how am I, and then, you know, as if one day is over, I look at the next couple of days to see what the matchups are, who are going to play from my opponents, and so on and so forth. That's how I usually approach it and not look at the whole week, right? Not look, yeah. really look at the full week and add players that might that possibly have good schedule for the whole week. So take it day by day. Back-to-backs, uh, just quickly, uh, transition week, transition day from week 19 to 20, Boston, Indiana, Portland, and then not as many back-to-backs compared to week 19. Tuesday to Wednesday, Detroit and Philly. Wednesday, Thursday, Dallas, OKC, and Washington Wizards. Uh, Thursday, Friday, there are none. Friday, Saturday, Brooklyn. Saturday, Sunday, Atlanta, Miami. Sunday, Monday, Charlotte, New Orleans, New York, and OKC. So not a lot of back-to-backs. And then there's none for the transition week from week 20 to 21 but this is the playoffs anyway so looking into week the transition week is getting too far ahead of ourselves uh for week 20 to 21 unless you've secured that victory already or you have a buy but yeah lesser back-to-backs this week compared to week 19 
Yeah, there's lesser also because lesser games, no? So there are lesser back to backs. But we did say OKC, no? two sets of back to back. So yeah, uh, yeah, team to consider. All right, where schedules? Of course, obviously the teams with two games: Chicago, the Clippers, Minnesota, San Antonio, and Phoenix. Uh, all definitely part of the worst. The teams with the worst schedule, but on top of those teams, the Lakers. One game in the first four days, right? Wait, yeah. Uh, before before we go there, I have to go back. The San Antonio Spurs will have a what four day break? Yeah, after they have a game tomorrow, a back to back with the Rockets. After that, they have four days without a game. So that you talked about Devonte. After tomorrow, I know Devonte looks promising or whatever, but you have to drop. Hard it. to hold on, yeah. Hard to hold on. Um, I would even say, I don't know, Zach. Zach Keldon, Zach, and the others, Basel. It's it's tough because it's already week twenty. Unless it's not yet your playoffs, you're starting week twenty one or week twenty two. Then it doesn't matter. But if it's your quarterfinal matchup, um, yeah, you have to do what you have to do. As I said, you know, dropping them early, maybe you have a chance to get them back, maybe. But uh, if you already are down with players with only two games, you know. There, there is no sense in in holding on to the Zach Collins or the these guys. Yeah, unless maybe you're in a very deep league, like sixty. Or maybe you're against a a team that you think I can beat. I mean, yeah. that team has a lot of injuries or whatever. Yeah. So players like Malaki Branham, I know I've seen Drop. him being dropped already. Yes. Yes. He's out today. Even if he plays tomorrow, I think it's not going to be a big loss. Uh, yes. Or if you know you can, if you are in a daily today, maybe you could wait until tomorrow, play him, and then just drop him to after tomorrow. So yeah. Uh, but these guys, these players, uh, could I think easy drop here if you are in the playoffs already. Uh, you can't wait four games, four days, and wait for these guys. These are not even top guys, right? So easy to replace them. And you know something. Kelton didn't play today. Basel didn't play today. But reportedly, both will play tomorrow. So if both plays tomorrow, they won't be in a, with an out tag or a, or a GTD tag. You can't put them in IL Plus yeah. because their last game they played, which is just bad, bad situation. Because if it was reversed, they didn't play tomorrow, they played today. They would have an IL Plus uh, eligibility. Then you could have put those players there in the IL Plus while waiting for them in, uh, in four days. So yeah. that would make it harder for management because these are the guys that are sort of, you know, tough to drop. Tough Marcel, to drop because Gelton. there's they have name yeah. value. Um, yes. Now, now maybe Trey Jones would not play tomorrow. Hopefully he doesn't, so that you can put him in your IL plus, and then you don't have to drop him. So it's it's a matter of timing also and yeah. luck, you know. Yeah. So, uh, but again, easier to make decisions right now because it's the fantasy players as long as you. Uh, survive every week. All right. Other play- teams with worse schedules, like I said, the Lakers have the Lakers, one game yeah. in the first four days, and then the Celtics, Dallas Mavericks, and the Toronto Raptors have one game in the last four days. So again, Lakers yeah. have a lot of fringe players here. Yes. Um, you know, players who are borderline hold, like Reeves, uh, Vanderbilt, uh, Vanderbilt. Right. Those players. Be- Malik Beasley. Hard to wait for them. Um, now, again, we have to look at what your other player, who your other players are. If you have some some of the five two-game uh, two teams, you have players from there. Then you have the Lakers. 
you have to drop the Laker players and those players you have to you have to have qual- you have to have games to be able to 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 compete. So there's yeah. there's no choice. But if you have none of the two game teams, yeah, you can hold on to these guys because at least you you, you know you're not disadvantaged uh, at the start. No, so uh, yeah, that, that's just something to to consider. Plus, as we said, as Jeremy said, uh, maybe compartmentalize the week. Yeah. If it's not day by day, it's like two days at a time or whatever. Just look at your first day first. Uh, look at how many games your opponent have or has every day, and how many games you have every day. You put it down. I, I mentioned this previous season. You write it down in a piece of paper so that you will know which which day you're 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 really disadvantaged, and maybe try to concentrate on streaming and those days also to catch up a little bit. Yeah, uh, you can you know to take it further. You can list down his players every day, yeah. Then your yeah. play versus your players yeah. every day to see how many games. Because don't rely on the, you know, there's in Yahoo in the matchups there are the games. Uh, don't rely on that because sometimes you know the managers haven't really fixed the rosters because they're gonna be yeah. adding and adding players, dropping players. So you have to watch carefully the moves as well. Even the moves is important. Yes. Uh, as well, because you want to make sure that uh, you have moves, and if your opponent does not have moves already, that may work against him as well. So, uh, also, you know, boss, like I said, Boston, Dallas, and Toronto have one game in the last four days. Not a lot of uh, players here, but player maybe to watch out for uh, Robert Williams, who got injured the last time. Uh, I'm not sure if he's going to be a stronghold at the end of the week, especially if you're trying to survive or especially if you have some other guys in your uh, IL spot. Uh, for Dallas, are there players there? Christian Wood, maybe? Christian Wood. Yeah, Christian Wood. Uh, wh- wh- when it's the last part of the week, it's the time where it's crunch time. Yeah, It's a time where it might be the last few days of your season, basically. That's what you, that, that is my always my thinking. This is if I lose, this is the last few days of my season. So what if I drop Christian Wood? So yeah. what if I drop this guy? I mean, it doesn't matter to me anymore if I'm out. So yeah. that's that's the thinking. That's the thinking. Maybe Christian Wood, Robert Williams, you mentioned. Toronto really, for me, doesn't have anybody that I would be a must-drop because yeah. it's like Gary Trent played well. There's six, six men deep when it six comes to fantasy. Deep. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. So let's look at the uh, the flip side. Some teams with a good uh, streaming schedule or a good schedule next week. Uh, we start off with Detroit. Three games in the first four days. Uh, three games uh, and then Brooklyn, Charlotte, and New York. Three games in the last four days. Uh, lots of players here you could use to replace those you know, teams with the worst schedules. Uh, that's the good thing because we have Detroit, Brooklyn, Charlotte, uh, and New York. There, there could be some players there that you could replace the teams with the worst schedules with. Uh, and then we have uh, Cleveland and Denver. They are the teams with uh, games on the six games late. Three of the yeah. four six games late. Yeah, yeah. And then the last one, like we said, OKC have two sets of back-to-back. So overall, I think if you're going to add some players, you're going to add from these teams. If you're going to drop players from San Antonio, from uh, those teams with just two game schedules, you might want to look into you know, Detroit, Charlotte. There might be some good ads there. Uh, Brooklyn, there might be some you know, 
uh, maybe the DFS, the uh, yeah, else are playing better there. Um, so you might want to look into these. I mean, Denver in case Bruce Brown was dropped. I mean, some these players um can be replacement players for your 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 players that had bad schedules and are droppable the, the, the thing here with Cleveland and Denver, as I said, they're the teams with two games in the current week that we're, we are yeah. in. So now that they have a good streaming schedule next week, as Jeremy said, Bruce Brown was dropped in one of my leagues because probably of the schedule this week. So there might be uh, players, KCP yeah. could have been dropped because KCP is a very solid fantasy player. Yeah. So he, if you can pick him up, it's going to be very, very... Uh, plus the fact that Denver doesn't have a game the last two days of Week 19. So there's really a possibility that uh, a manager, manager trying to get into the playoffs dropped somebody like that. So KCP and Cleveland, Donovan Mitchell today sprained his finger, although he's probable to return. He could return. He could have returned if he wanted to return. But still, still something to monitor. There's some injury things there with Donovan. So maybe Kyrie Levert is there. Or... Yeah. There, there, he is. There, he is in a lot of uh, FA. Uh... 14 team leagues. Yeah, but of course, it's not a, not a sure shot no? because Donovan has been playing. But just something to to monitor. Detroit, just want to mention Detroit. Uh, we've talked about the tanking and everything. But week 20, they have a good schedule. Week 21, they also have pretty, pretty good schedule. They're also one of the best teams in week 21. So I've, I've been checking week 21 already. So week 20 and 21, Detroit is there. So if you add the Detroit Piston who we could play, uh, you might not have to drop that player for two weeks at least. I haven't checked 22. You know what's uh, crazy? What's crazy? If you added Marvin Bagley or James Weissman, these two guys can win your fantasy week. Yes. Yeah. At least one week, right? They could win you that one week. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you are holding on to Jalen Duran or Isaiah Stewart, I think Duran could be dropped considering the way Bagley and Weissman have been playing. They've been okay. I mean, you know, people say they're they're bad fan they're bad players in real life, but in fantasy they've been putting up some numbers there. So you know, Bagley has a good solid line today. And yeah. he started. Yes. Um Bagley and Weissman really depends on Duran, as you said. Yeah. Uh, I don't sense that he's any any closer to returning. And even if so he did, Stewart. I don't no, think he's gonna he, be as he did, good as he was. Yes, he w- won't be as good as he was, but it's gonna kill most of the fantasy value of this everyone everyone's yeah. fantasy value we so talked that's about very, this very key that's very key but for now we will assume that he's not gonna be back um they're probably just gonna rest him out if he ever is gonna come back it might be way way later this season that's just my guess so we assume yeah. that and then you know proceed that way you cannot you cannot know or predict everything <laughs> unless you have you know like we always say unless you have an IL spot Available yeah. for him, but if you have multiple players in your IL, you know he is probably one of the players you're gonna think about dropping, uh, right now. Um, yeah. and I've seen him. Like I said, I've seen him in a lot of leagues, fourteen team leagues. No one's picking him up, so that says a lot as well. Uh, in his fantasy value. Uh, quick. Lastly, streaming targets: Dennis Smith Jr. from Charlotte, Matisse Tybul. Well, Tybul's not available. I don't Dillon. think he's Dillon, right? Played well today, started. Monte Morris, I don't think he's going to be ready until, you know, if you're starting playoffs, I don't think he's going to be playing anymore uh, throughout your fantasy playoffs. So Dillon, right, is a must-add. Isaiah Joe, well, interesting to see. Interesting to see as well. 
even though it's SJ's back, like we said, we don't know if SGA is gonna play. Yeah. So watch tomorrow's the game, right? They have a game tomorrow. And that's the day yeah. uh SGA comes back. So interesting to see what the dynamics would be there when it when SGA returns, if he's still gonna be, you know, useful fantasy wise. So just keep an eye on that. Hamido Diallo, Diallo, like we said, uh for Detroit and Dorian Finney Smith and Nick Richards rounds out the streaming targets for week Alright, yeah, that's it for this schedule analysis episode and good luck guys. We'll be posting regular season champs and uh, tomorrow, by the end of tomorrow and then also the brackets of all the playoffs that made it to the playoffs we also post that. Uh, my, my template is ready so I'm just excited to see who makes it uh, to the playoffs and who wins uh, the regular season for the FBW leagues. You know, we've had dolls. It was a long season, and this is probably the next exciting part next to the draft. Uh, this is the second excite- most exciting part in the fantasy season, the playoffs, um, because interesting things can happen really here. All right, uh, follow us on our socials, subscribe, like, and we'll see you guys again tomorrow for our regular daily fans. Bye, guys.